Oh. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Welcome back, guys. song of it. <laughs> the breakdown in the song at the very end. There's like... Yeah, no, just like the breakdown in Rio. That motherfucker's smooth too. No, but this breakdown's hilarious because they don't know what to say. They're just like, hold back the rain! Let's hold back the rain! Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> Until they get to the guitar bridge. I'll show you. I'll show you, goddammit. It's towards the end. Here we go, right here, right here. This is breakdown, see? It's like, alright, what are we gonna say here? I like the rain! Ding, ding! The whole back the rain! Uh, what else? Hava Sabo! Dibu Sabo God! Watch this either of them. Then he gets kicked into the bridge. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I do. How sad was he? I'm saying instead of I like the rain, they're more like, I like cocaine, I like cocaine. I know, exactly. Hold back cocaine! I like cocaine. Maybe that was in the original lyric. Like, come on, dude. That's why the lyrics are so stupid right now. Because they're like, okay, we got this great song on. Dude, this killer song is called like, I like cocaine. They're like, fuck yeah, mate. They're like, fuck yeah, mate. Like, I don't think they're gonna, it's gonna pass that. Like, why? Oh, you're not gonna sing a song about cocaine. If it was nowadays, they could do it. Dude, and it'd be like a fucking number one hit, bro. Maybe Weird Al wanted to do a fucking cover of it, but... song that, and I mean, it's many a years back, probably fucking 20 plus years back, but there was a rap song called Sippin' Syrup. Well, yeah. And that was popular as fuck, and that was about drinking cough medicine. But yeah, but in the 80s, you couldn't have a song called... Well... They did have a song called Cocaine with what's his face? Eric she, But but that was anti-cocaine. It, it was probably it was probably like she likes cocaine. You know? But oh well. <laughs> They're like, we can't put that in there. We have to put she don't like. Like, damn it. But she does like cocaine. 
You don't want to let people know that too much, mate. Come on, you don't want her to be a cocoa, mate. All right, all right. I wish I played as good as Hendrix. Well, what was that? Nothing, nothing. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just drop it, mate. Just drop it in there, mate. Uh-oh, here we go. Here it is again. Sour seed to hold back <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, they're, they're pretty good writers, man. No, they're sick. They're sick. But I'm just saying that listening, then, listening, to that, listening to that breakdown, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I love Durandra. But just that I was listening to this song earlier this week. And I'm like, what is up with this breakdown? Oh, sour, hey man, sour. I sent you that fucking dope track by uh, Failure, that old school track. Mm-hmm. The other day, that that song's bad as fuck. Yaleer. Failure, bro. I know failure, Jesus. I know you know failure. In all honesty, I didn't pay really that much attention to him <laughs> until you got the CD. Turned me on to it. Hold on a second. We got a... Uh... No, there's uh, what are these mother songs here? We got. Oh God, we'll do songs about mothers all day or what? Like this is a. Uh... I'm coming home. No, this is a no. <laughs> fucking mother, my fucking. <laughs> I'm yeah. Danzig is going to be performing Elvis songs. Oh my God! What? No bullshit, bro. Danzig Elvis. Well, because he's all warmed up from doing misfits all over the place now, so I could see him as Elvis. Did you ever see when Glenn Danzig sold his LA home and how he pretty much left a bunch of shit in it? Like fucking you can have what's in it, I don't give a fuck. It's just all They're black like furniture and black and carpets. All the walls are black. It's like fuck. It's like, oh great. They get Glenn Danzig's huge fucking Danzig skull that he has in his fucking backboard. Oh, no. He kept that shit. Come on, bro. He probably left. He's like, I'll go fuck. <laughs> fuck this goddamn shit. Yeah, he, came, he like got into like, Hawaiian shirts and got in an Elvis kick, dude. He's like, yo, what's up? <laughs> what? Dude, what? It's just totally inaudible, dude, and incoherent. Dude, why? Okay, what songs is he gonna do as Elvis Presley? Let's see. Here we go, right here. Boom. Glenn Danzig. I can totally see him doing it. Right? So. His last song. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. Just to show that he can do it. What Hovey shit, watch out. He's gonna open up with this one right here. <laughs> Glenn Danzig. All I'm looking at is Elvis pictures and picturing Glenn Danzig, dude. Because they have the exact same hair. Oh, man. And they both do martial arts. Dude. Come on. Right? And they're both small. 
Yeah. And they both fucking look like old ladies. Oh, yeah. But where's he going to do this tour? I'm not sure. Let me see here. Um, Danzig... Danzig... Performs Elvis. Let's see what we get here. <clears throat> that has to be sold out everywhere. Yep. Danzig takes over Sin City with an Elvis themed Vegas spectacular. Oh. Okay, so he's doing an Elvis stint. So he's it's in Vegas. Okay. So it's in Vegas. Okay. Unbelievable, mate. What the fuck is going... We have to have been in a weird time warp, right? Dude. What the fuck? Would you be like, hey, 20 years ago, hey, Elvis is going to... Or uh, Danzig's going to be Elvis. Be like, what? Looking at a Misfits hey, poster, man, be like... Hey, man, like some Brooklyn shit. Get the fuck out of here. Look at a Misfits poster and be like, this guy's going to be Elvis in 20 years and play Are in Vegas. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. Was that on your bingo card? No. Elvis plays for fucking no, dancing place. No, no, Elvis. no, no, no. A lot of things that have happened, I wouldn't have believed it, dude. But, but uh, yeah, dude, 2020, when everybody's supposed to be like, yeah, dude, 2020, you're going to be all fucking locked down and people are going to be sick all over the place and dying. It's like bullshit. No way. Bullshit. You know, it's like, come <laughs> on, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh would have that kind of mentality about everything. <laughs> Always take it so fucking negative. It's like, well, you just told me I was a fucking idiot all my life. God, get it. You think, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> shit. Don't be a goddamn idiot. Boom! Hunger, hunger, burning love. Oh, he's gonna do suspicious minds. Definitely. What's the set list? Is there a set list? Uh, dude, I sent you the link so you oh. can fucking see for yourself. On your phone. Oh, let me see. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Oh, you gotta see the link though. It's like a full-on, like dedicated website. Like, buff dude, dancing does Elvis. Oh, he's playing at Not Fest. Is that what it is? Performing May twelfth at its historic. Tropicana Las Vegas following his Valentine's Day weekend collaboration last month. Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, oh, he's going to be um, following his Valentine's Day weekend celebration last month at uh, Mount Band Theater Los Angeles. Danzig will take the set as Elvis to the strip in Vegas. One night engagement at the historic Tropicana. One night Oh, he debuted Elvis covers back in 2020 when Danzig sings Elvis with touring. Okay, let me see. <clears throat> and. I mean, I okay. literally, dude, am like, and I don't mean this in a humorous way, I'm speechless. I'm shocked. Like, Okay, what? here we go, right what? here. Here's the album, I got I it. I think that's the best way to put it, is another dimension. I got it right here. Another, another dimension. Here we go, I got, I got his album, I got his 2020 album. <laughs> this is him singing Elvis. Alright, check it, yeah. Oh, if you 
still alive. You know that I. Elvis. Danzig sings Elvis. Yeah, we're, we're way late on this, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised I've never heard of anyone even talking about this. For people that I know that uh, are into music. something that people don't want to speak of, you know what I mean? And I, that, once you again, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, maybe people are just like, let's just keep this on the rep. And it's like, no, I don't want to do this, man. I'm serious. Like, One well, night. So what the fuck, dude? Okay, is he let's see. Like, is he going to, like, is he living in, like, Memphis now and shit? I don't know his deal, bro. So it's, uh. awkward ass shit. But, dude, you and I both know, dude. It's a known fact, bro. Glenn Danzig. Was always an Elvis fan. So. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, um, uh, he this is a total 2020 album because he's like, hey, let's do an Elvis record. There's nothing else going on, you know. Yeah, dude. We're stuck at home. Lockdown, man. Just like with uh, Post Malone doing the Nirvana thing, you know. It's like, hey, we got nothing else to do because we're lost. Yeah, all these weird collaborations have come out of that. Oh, does he have different guest musicians on all these tracks or what? Uh, I have no idea. I'm just going through this list. Oh, no. <laughs> well, let's let's okay, here we go. Maybe I. Wow. Little things I should have said and done. I just never took the time. You were always on my mind. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, eleven arms. Here does that shit sound creepy as a motherfucker, dude? <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're some of Elvis's downer pills. It's, not, no. not his uppers, but his downers. Like when he needed to get some sleep, man. It's like it's no. If it's they, if they resurrected Elvis and he was singing his songs again, with a death tint to him. Well, why oh, is Elvis zombie and shit? <laughs> yep, zombie Elvis. <laughs> uh, that's it, guys. Elvis. Girl on my best friend. Oh, girl of my best friend. See, he likes all like the um, like all the deep cut Elvises. You know, like the fucking B side, like sixth track. Like, oh, remember this song, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this is not really, like, no. No. Elvis fans were like, no. <laughs> well, Elvis fans are like, dude, this is... Uh, yeah, these are deep cuts. Except for a couple of them, you know. These are ones that I wouldn't normally uh, listen to. How many listens? 500,000 per each, at least. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. That is fucking off the chain, brother. Let me see. Uh, five hundred thousand for seven hundred. Then it drops down to thirty-seven thousand two hundred eighteen. Falling in love with you song. 
That's got to be one of the highest ones. Always on my mind. 640, yeah, 643,000. Say what? But the number one is... It's so strange. Five, but is it so strange? Five hundred eighty. Him and uh, him and uh, um, uh, the dude from uh, Social D should hook up and do a and do a duets. Like, yeah. Mike Ness. Yeah. A Social D. The the talk the talk you fucking rockabaki. As I walked down to the store after I wiped my ass and took the shit. Now I'm going in to buy a pack of cigarettes and go, hey, how is it? Then I'm walking back with my chain wallet on and my jeans and my boots they fit. Because I am a punk rocker and I got my black hair, it's so slick. Like, whoa. Dude, he's more rockabilly, bro. Rockabilly, rockabilly, rockabilly. No, that's what he is. The rockabilly. I know. That's what he sounds like, though. Well, that's George. You're like mixing like George Thorogood. You're mixing like. He's like, he's like, it's like him and George Thorogood should go on tour. Oh, no. <laughs> the fucking the, the ultimate talkers. Is <laughs> I got a rattlesnake this and a rattlesnake that, then a rattlesnake jumped on my back, and then a rattlesnake and a rattlesnake this, got a rattlesnake this and a rattlesnake that. I got a rattlesnake house with a rattlesnake car, a rattlesnake bar. <laughs> Rattlesnake pen with that rattlesnake hog. Yeah, got a rattlesnake door with a rattlesnake man. That's a rattlesnake, a rattlesnake can. Like, what the fuck, bro? He's obsessed with rattlesnakes. He's walking to his house. Like, You're like, fuck. Rattlesnake the fuck out, dude. You're going to hear him like, as he's walking. His doorbell is a rattler. It's like, Rattlesnake pants, rattlesnake shirts, and rattlesnake dance. <laughs> his fucking his doorbell's a rattler. Hang <laughs> up, someone's at the door. They're like, oh shit, George Thorogood's doorbell's a rattlesnake. <laughs> oh, dude, there are parts of where we live, man. You look uh, up a rock and you're like, holy shit. And there's like, <laughs> and then I go everywhere. Maybe that, that's why he sings about rattlesnakes so much. What's up? That's why he sings about rattlesnakes so much. Like, fuck shit, fuck, Jesus Christ. They're, they're, you know, of course, they're fucking, their venom can be lethal or whatever, dude. But nothing like the California Diamondback, bitch. That motherfucker <clears throat> will fuck you up. Yeah, we just catch it in your hand while it jumps at you, fucking Van Damme style. Dude, <laughs> 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 dude, you know, like, it's got to be kind of embarrassing when it's a fucking honest to God. No bullshit. No motherfucking fact. That Jean Claude Van Damme was straight tuned up the entire time. <laughs> oh my God, he's so coked out. <laughs> he was, dude. I had no idea because I never watched the piece of shit. That's why. That's why I sweat so much. It's like, yeah, and he's just dripping sweat. Like, great, Van Damme, we got it with your fucking curly mullet. 
Dude, mm. dude, dude, he had the bleached fucking flat top. I knew Daniel Guy all tuned up on cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, now oh, he's what uh a fucking, what a fucking shit show of a production. Can you imagine being the director? You got Raul Julia who's dying but doesn't want to quit. He wants to finish this movie because his kids were a big fan of Street Fighter. So he fucking he's dying. Van Damme's all tuned up on coke. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, God, he's so fucked up. <laughs> you know? He's jumping around the set. Dude, I'm not. I don't doing splits. Raul Julia at all, dude. He, you know, you know, he's probably like taking like morphine and shit like that, you know. So the pain of the cancer wasn't fucking interfering with him trying to be doing his role. Dude, he bar- dude they had there, to prop him up in a fucking... The walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to prop him up in a fucking chair most of the movie. Yeah, dude, he's <sighs> terrible, bro. It's like it's M. Bison and he's dying of AIDS. It's like... Uh, well, he's dying of cancer, but... Yeah. Well, whatever, AIDS, cancer. He's dying. But they're like, hey. But at least, like, look at Black Panther. He was dying. He looked pretty good. Raul Julia. Raul Julius is like, fuck. Uh, wasn't he um, uh, in the Adams family, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. So, what movies have you seen this week, my friend? Ben <laughs> <laughs> Dams, dude. That's our movie of the week, our old school movie. If you want to fucking take a nap, but you're like, I'm, just, I just can't fall asleep. Put that motherfucker on. You are good. What? Nah, 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 nah. Okay, so um, there is no... Well, there. I'll try to look up a soundtrack for this thing, but if there isn't one, I don't give a shit. Okay. You know? You know? You know, this isn't okay, okay? <laughs> and we'd be like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll just do this one. We'll just take the uh, Social Network soundtrack. There we go. Okay, here we go, guys. In a small Canadian town where everyone thought they were the shit, eh? And they're like, oh, I'm the shit, eh? This is Blackberry. <laughs> the story of the mediocre rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone, a company that toppled global giants before succumbing to the ruthless competitive forces of Silicon Valley. You stupid Canadians thought you could compete with Silicon Valley! (laughs) Anyway, this is not the conventional tale of modern business failure, but fraud and greed. The rise and fall of Blackberry reveals the dangerous speed at which innovators race along the information superhighway. This is Blackberry!
starring Jay Berenthal as Mike Lazarus, Glenn Howerton as Jim Dazzerville, Matt Johnson as Doug, Carrie Airways cuts his foot off with a hacksaw, and Yako Wasaki. Saul Rudenbeck as Woodman. Michael Ironsides. Yes, that's right, Michael Ironsides. The man who blew your head up in scanners. He's back as Purdy. Richard Simmons is Paul. Song Wing Chow is Richie. This is the rise and fall of Blackberry, and how much, like, the CEO is just a complete dick. Jay Barenthal, Mike L L Lazarus. So they're like, okay, so it starts off with them coming up with the idea of the Blackberry. They're coming up with the idea of, um... They were smart in the fact that they used Wi-Fi signals first to uh, transfer data as opposed to cellular. Um, and, they, and then they thought of the idea of having towers to uh, because they were being overloaded in their server room. So they have towers where all the information goes to and then it spreads out to where it needs to go. So they thought of that idea. And then they're like, okay, yeah, we need to do that. We got the uh, Apple. We got the, uh, the... Then they're busting their ball. They needed a prototype of this thing. The first version of this thing they were trying to sell was like a... It was a... It was a... Um, it was almost like a keyboard with a... With a... Um, a one-earpiece microphone headset. You know, like at my old McDonald's, old school. Hooked up to a keyboard and you could text... And you could, uh, and chat. That was their whole thing. Texting and chatting. And they're like, come on, guys, you can text and chat, you can text and chat. And like, oh, cool, cool, great, great, okay, we need it. And then, um, and so they tried to sell it to, uh, um, Glenn Howell. He's the, uh, skinnier guy from, um... God damn it. Uh, 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 Always Sunny. He's the taller, skinnier guy. Tall, skinny, brown-haired guy. He's really good in this. I think this is his best acting he's done so far. Uh, so he, so he's a struggling businessman. He's like, fuck, uh, my business here sucks. I'm going to go over to these people and go, hey, I like your Blackberry idea. Uh, give me a prototype and I'll sell it. Because this guy's a really good salesman. He can sell everything. right? And he knows he's a good salesman. But And these people at BlackBerry know they don't really have a product, but they want to make money. And they've been fucked over by another company that they're making modems for. Uh, that the, the, the company owes them $1.5 million. But they're like, nah, they didn't work. So uh, we're going to have to renege on that order. Like, wait, we're sitting here building these modems. And it's like, no. So they're fucked right now. And then this guy comes in. He's like, hey, give me the phone. Let me talk to these people. 
So he gets half, he sells them all the rest of the modems for, you know, a million bucks. Uh, tells them, yeah, and then they're like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Cool. Maybe he could sell, maybe he could uh, help us with the Blackberry thing. Or no, maybe he could, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he is good for our company. But then the two heads are arguing. Uh, Matt Johnson and uh, Jay Barenthal, Doug and Mike, they're the two heads of the company. They're like best friends. And he's like, and one of them's like a hippie, like, we don't need a corporation, bro. You know. And, and so uh, he. Oops. Okay. And so he. Uh, so he's sort of against him coming in, but then the guy sells the company to all these people. He goes out and sells the Blackberry to all these people with like a f- weird prototype that they left in the car. So he had to draw something up really quick before the meeting. He left it in the taxi on the way to the meeting. <laughs> the prototype he had. The Dingleberry prototype. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't have it. They didn't have a name for it. But on the way there, he was eating blackberries, and one of them stained his shirt. And he's like, "Oh!" And he looks at his shirt, and he has a big old blackberry stain on his shirt. Right, and that's what gave him the idea. When he went to the bathroom, he got the idea for the phone, and he drew up a, a schematic. Right, and while. The dude from Always Sunny was, you know, bullshitting the company, you know, all the company heads going, this is going to be the most amazing thing. What about texting from your phone and calling? And they're like, wait, hold on. You know what I mean? (laughs) And this is in 19, no, no, this is, yeah, 97, 98, when it was first starting out. No, 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 dude. I mean, what? This has to be like 95, maybe 94. Uh, well, in the movie, that's what it said. It didn't go oh, back. Okay, it didn't okay, go back okay, to the okay. 90s. Okay. It, okay. It, fine. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Go back. <laughs> it was almost like, uh, yeah, it, it was 90s, and then, uh, um, but it, it wasn't. I don't think it was that late. And so they got the idea. They got a company to back it, and then boom, they're off and running. Then it jumps uh, 2003. You know, they're just like, and everyone's like, I'm, I'm, to myself, I'm like, uh oh, three more years, guys. Or three, no, yeah, about four more years you guys have, you know, right? And everybody watching the movie knows this, too. So they're going along like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Oh, my God, we're going to have a, um, a uh, uh, what is it? A cord- no, yeah, they have the Cordy keyboard. Everyone likes the tactile keyboard. He's selling this thing. You know, meanwhile, you know, we know everyone knows what Apple's doing. So they're just like, but they don't show them at all. They don't mention Apple whatsoever right now. Uh, So he's like trucking. He's selling so many units. Um, And the the guy from Always Sunny has gone around and oversold the company. Right. So he's promising units to fucking all these people. And not telling the owners of the company. So he's making all this money himself. Right? With the Blackberry name. <laughs> and the Blackberry guy's like, oh, we totally trust you, dude. You totally go. <clears throat> and, he, and he's going all over the place. And then 
He's promising units that they're not capable of producing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he's doing it this to... real life. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing it to companies all over the world. Right? He's selling... He's like, he's selling every... He's trying, he's trying to sell China everywhere. You know, all behind their back, using the BlackBerry name. Right? While BlackBerry is still huge and pumping out tons of products, they were like 40% of the market when it came to cell phones. Right? Before the iPhone came out. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so... So everyone's like, oh, yeah, yay, we're fucking cooking. <clears throat> and the, um, and one of the, uh, uh, one of the owners, Matt Johnston, w wasn't liking what was happening, and he got out. And now he's considered one of the richest men in the world. Okay? So he jumped out of BlackBerry when it was at its peak, and he didn't like where it was going, so he's like, fuck these people, bye. You know, he got out of the company. <clears throat> All why Jay Barenthal is still sitting there, you know, like, oh, hey, hey, we're number one, doodly doo. He's like, we need that product, you know, we need the product out there, yay. And they're just trucking, like, everything's going great. Blackberry's number one. And, okay, boom, he goes to a meeting and, uh, and he's, he's selling the new Blackberry with the, uh, remember where it had the little nipple? Remember you could use as a cursor? Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. they're like, their big thing was like, oh, you have a cursor on the phone, right? <gasps> like, yay. They're like, you could navigate on the OS. Was it OS? I forget how, where the they Blackberry were. Blackberry operating system, the Blackberry OS. Yeah. BOS. <laughs> so... So they, and they, it was like a team of maybe 30 people that were designing these things, right? For the Blackberry. And so, and then he's selling this people thing. People designing it? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Like no. designing it and actually like, we're talking from the ground up. Right? Yeah, from the ground up, it's a team of so like 15 got, people. people that are actually like, this is what I think. And then you got the engineers <laughs> are like, yeah, but this is what's reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, make this now. And they're like, okay. And they're just like, you know, making fucking circuit boards and shit, trying to fit. Yeah, all that stuff. So, so they throw out a, um, so, so now they're like, it's a color screen. We have a nipple. Right, our nipples, like oh my god, and you can type on it. You can go on the web. Uh, you can make phone calls with it, right? And then it goes to um, uh, what was it? Uh, so he's still selling this thing to people. Uh, what was it called? Hold on. He was selling, he's, he's like totally selling to me or promising units and promising orders that they can't fulfill because they haven't even got the fucking goddamn thing out yet, right? Okay, and this, oh, sorry. Here we go. And this is what happens. I'll show you. Here we go. This is a day I've been looking forward to for two and a half years. And so they're sitting there going, oh, what's this? Right? They're like, hey, you Every need to check this out, this meeting. A revolutionary product comes along. And they're like, oh. That changes everything. And, and they're just sitting there. And 
With their blackberries. Apple has been, right, with their blackberries. First of all, one's very fortunate if you get to work on just one of these in your career. Yeah. Apple's been very fortunate. It's been able to introduce a few of these into the world. So in it's... 1984, we introduced the Macintosh. It starts it capping. Change Apple. It changed the whole computer industry. On... On Blackberry. It starts capping so hard. And they're like, oh! I wonder what this guy has to do here. So, and this is 2007. It didn't just... Okay, when this came, 11 years ago. We all listen to music. It no, the that's when it was posted. Industry. Well, today, we're introducing three revolutionary products of this class. See, and they're like, oh, wow, three products, whoa. The first one. <clears throat> what is that? Is a widescreen iPod with touch controls. Yes! The second uh -huh. is a revolutionary mobile phone. Oh my god! Fuck yes! Hell yeah! We already have that. He's thinking to himself. And the third is a breakthrough internet communications device. What? Hold on. Internet communication. So, three things. A widescreen iPod with touch controls, a revolutionary mobile phone, and a breakthrough internet communications device. An iPod, a phone, and an internet communicator. They're watching this going, what the fuck? An iPod, a phone. Are you getting it? Wait, what did he just do? These are not. Three separate devices. This is right there. one device. And we are calling it iPhone. Like, wow, my God! Today, today, Apple is going to reinvent the phone. And here it is. <laughs> no. Oh my god, he put up a phone Actually, with a dial it on is, it. But we're gonna leave it there for now. With a rotary dial on so, it. He put up an iPod with a rotary dial on it. Before we get into it, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me talk about a category of things. The most advanced phones are called smartphones, so they say. And uh, they typically combine a phone plus some email capability, plus they say it's the internet, sort of the baby internet into one device, and they all have these plastic little keyboards on them. Uh, and uh, the problem is like, that they're not so smart, and they're not so easy to use. So if you kind of make a oh, you know, business school 101 graph of the smart axis and the Watch, easy listen, to listen. use axis, phones, regular cell phones are kind of right there. They're not so smart, and they're you know, not so easy to use. Um, but smartphones are definitely a little smarter, but they actually are harder to use. They're really complicated. Just for the basic stuff, people have a hard time figuring out how to use them. 
Well, we don't want to do either one of these things. What we want to do Dude. is make a leapfrog product. They're like, what the fuck? Way smarter than any mobile device has ever been and super easy to use. This is what iPhone is. Okay? We haven't so, even shown it yet. We're going to reinvent the phone. Now, we're going to start. Dude, they haven't even the revolutionary shown it. user interface is the result of years of research and development. Right here is where they're like, fuck. And of course, it's an interplay of hardware and software. This right here. Now, why do we need a revolutionary user interface? I mean, here's four smartphones, right? Motorola Q, the Blackberry, Palm Treo, Nokia E62, oh. usual suspects. And what's wrong with their user interfaces? Well, <clears throat> the problem with them is really sort of in the bottom 40 there. It's, it's this stuff right here. They all have these keyboards that are there whether you need them or not to be there. And they all have these control buttons that are fixed in plastic and are the same for every application. Well, every application wants a slightly different user interface, a slightly optimized set of buttons just for it. And what happens if you think of a great idea six months from now? You can't run around and add a button to these things. They're already shipped. So what do you do? It doesn't work because the buttons and the controls can't change. They can't change for each application, and they can't change down the road if you think of another great idea you want to add to this product. Well, how do you solve this? Hmm. Right here. It turns out we have solved it. Oh we my solved God. it in computers 20 years ago. We solved it with a bitmap screen that could display anything we want, put any user interface up, and a pointing device. We solved it with the mouse, right? We solved this problem. So how are we going to take this to a mobile device? Well, what we're going to do is again. get rid of all these buttons Dude. and just make a giant screen. There it is. A giant screen. Now, how are we going to communicate this? We don't want to carry around a mouse, right? So what are we going to do? Oh, a stylus, right? We're going to use a stylus. No. <laughs> now, who wants a stylus? You have to get them and put them away and you lose them, yuck. Nobody wants a stylus, so let's not use a stylus. We're gonna use the best pointing device in the world. We're gonna use a pointing device that we're all born with. We're born with 10 of them. We're gonna use our fingers. We're gonna touch this with our fingers. And we have invented a new technology called multi-touch, which is phenomenal. <laughs> multi-touch. like magic. Okay, so, <clears throat> so they watch this whole thing, right? It's far more accurate than any touch display that's ever been shipped. And it they're like, fuck. Touches. So he smart. freaks out. You can do multi-finger gestures on it. And boy, have we patented it. So. Dude, so they're, they're like, fuck. So then Jay Barenthal runs back to the drawing board. It's like, okay. Uh, we're going to invent a phone that has the tactile function of a keyboard, but feels as a screen like an iPhone. You know, remember they had the their final version was the BlackBerry Storm. I think it was, where it was. Uh, I'm actually going to look it up because I'm not. I think it was because at the end of the movie, he's he's trying, like he's uh, he's in this Chinese shipping yard. And all the Blackberry storms have a weird hum to them, so he cracks them open and like fixes them real quick. 
And then the uh, next one has a hum to it. <laughs> oh, man. So, <clears throat> so the iPhone hits. Within two years, BlackBerry is completely gone as a company. Just destroyed BlackBerry. So the second the iPhone hit, BlackBerry was on a decline so fast. And he knew it. And it's like, wow. It was crazy. Uh, let's see here. What do some other people say? There aren't too many companies who have reached the pinnacle of their industry only to later flop due to a lack of innovation or a stubborn <coughs> Atari. Uh, well, they just got bought out by somebody, right? Oh, dude, uh, I had seen, like, I, I read an article on when people had made bad calls back in the 80s, you know, when technology was flipping. And uh, the CEO of Atari, um, Steve Jobs and uh, Wisniak came into his office trying to, you know, sell him on Apple. And he wanted nothing to do with it. And he told fucking Steve Jobs, you stink. Get your feet off my desk and get the fuck out of my office. Well, good moves. <laughs> so no, and that was when that was when you know Apple was you know looking for investors. Like you know we're gonna be big, dude. So it was ninety six to two thousand eight. Is how long they lasted. Well, they filed for bankruptcy <clears throat> in two thousand thirteen, as as the article I yes. had read said. But yeah, yeah, they tried to hang in there, brother. You know, my wife and I saw at uh, toy section of a Walmart we went to the other day. <clears throat> fucking a Lego Atari. <clears throat> and you know what's crazy? I was joking with my wife. No bullshit. It's about the fucking price of what the original Atari was back in the 80s, man. About almost 300 bucks, but it's oh. just a fucking Lego. Lego's a fucking ripoff, man. Because all these adults like Lego now. So like, hey, let's rip off these fucking adults now. My I brother agree. my brother built the Death Star with his kid years ago. Oh my crap. I hope they still have that motherfucker. Um, they donated it. Because it's huge, you know. Yeah. So I think they built it over Christmas break or something. So Blackberry became nothing but a dingleberry. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. They, um, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This is, it was so weird. It had a good soundtrack, but I don't know what happened to it. Whatever. Huh. Maybe um, maybe it's just not out yet, or maybe they just whatever. But w were you going to read some reviews on it? I'm I'm intrigued to hear what some reviews are. Yeah, this one guy says, "Beepu dapu beep pop beep." Cool. Uh, so it was from 1996 to 2008 in Waterloo, Canada. It is a fictional story inspired by the blah, 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 blah. 10 out of 10, one hell of a story. Films about the making of a product that can either be in interested or dull. Um, yeah, this is like the third product movie I've seen. Uh, the Tetris one. Uh, that movie's pretty funny. Uh, I remember BlackBerry vanishing from the face of the tech world, but never having owned one. 
I don't even know the reason why. Very interesting docudrama. Uh, it's not that many ratings. Let's see. Uh, but people like it. People are saying it's uh, up for film of the year. For uh, best picture or best actor with, uh, what's his face, from um, Waterloo. You're the Waterloo. Waterloo. From Waterloo. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which. Yeah, where did I Neil see Neil Diamond. No, here we go. Here's, here's Tom Morello. Bruce Springsteen. And uh, Eddie Vedder singing Highway to Hell. Here we go. So Black Bear, I give a... Uh, oh, no, no, are you serious? Right here, it's right here. Okay. Live on easy, living free, season ticket on one way round, one way round. I'll do this first, you do the second first. This is Bruce, right? It has to be Bruce, because fucking Eddie's probably... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch, they're all singing on the microphone, licking it together and shit. <laughs> oh, hey, let's all lean into the same microphone on this part. There's Eddie Vedder. Right? Mess me around. Jeremy Spoken. Oh my god. Dude, I swear to God, dude, Tom Morello is such a fucking star fucker at this point. He's like, hey, I'll be, hey, I'll be, hey, hey. He's <laughs> like, fuck, calm down, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, he's on everything. It's like, Jesus, calm down. He's like the, um, he's like the new Tommy Lee when Tommy Lee was on everything. He's on everything. Yeah, hey, he ain't trying to rap though. Uh, here we go. Here's Tom Morello's part. Oh yeah, it's all fucking rage influenced. So tick it, 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 tick it. Oh yeah. Come on, man. Oh, I didn't cut my strings on my guitar. Look at this. Uh, now they're gonna, here we go. Fucking Bruce, dude. <laughs> what do you think? What do you rate this song? You're gonna be singing it, you know. Actually, it. Okay, dude, I'm gonna rate it. Uh, I'm seriously gonna give it a 2.5 out of 5. This is like a guest appearance on Bruce Springsteen's tour. 
Right. I get it. It's like, hey, I got my friends here. Come on out, Eddie Vedder and John Morello. All right, well, if that's the case, I give it a 1.5 out of 5. Dude, listen to that. It's like, what? You're like... Okay, hold on a second. I think it's just a single, hopefully. You know, I don't think they did a whole album. But let's uh, let's see, let's view album and see here. Okay, it's Tom Morello. Okay, he's doing like what um, uh, like Probot, you know. Yeah, well, like, or like what fucking Tommy Lee did. What did Tommy Lee do? Methods of Mayhem, dude. Oh, I didn't know that was all guest people. <laughs> oh, dude, and you know what? I gotta tell you, I fucking kind of dig it. In all honesty, some of his beats are pretty dope. I gotta hand he's, it to him. He's just an ass. That's the only problem, dude. Well, okay, here no, we go. You know, and 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 that's it right there, plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He's like fucking, he's like 60 years old and he still acts like he's like in 22. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to bust a hip and shit trying to fuck a chick. <laughs> like, oh man, I had an orgy and I broke my hip. <laughs> it wasn't cool. I was doing blowing with a hang gliding, bro. <laughs> Dude. It's like, hell yeah, bro. I got my chiropractor on speed dial. I fucking divorced my 29-year-old wife fucking because I hooked up with this new 22-year-old chick, dude. The uh, the Pam and Tommy movie is pretty good, though. Never saw it. It's Never on a... The Motley Crue one. It's on a... The Motley Crue one's pretty funny. The uh, the Pam and Tommy one's pretty funny. Uh, just it's, um, it's on Hulu, if you have Hulu. Uh, I do. There's nothing much as far hold the line. Well, I don't I haven't heard of any of these Chris Stapleton. Uh I haven't heard of anything anyone else on this. This album came out in 2021. We're late to the uh party again. You know how it goes, guys. <laughs> We're on Danzig in 2020. We're on fucking Tom Morello in 2021. Yeah, dude, who gives a <clears throat> shit? No, you know how it goes, guys. Hey, I'm with you. We're in that time warp, brother. Ooh, time warp, brother. <laughs> warp time. Uh, let's see. Uh, what was it? Oh, oh, Twisters is coming out soon. And uh, what was it? Vin Diesel. I got my tickets for Fast X over in London, in London Down, for the uh, 20th of May. So we'll see. And the IMAX theater. That's where they do all the premieres. When uh, the movie stars go over to London, they go to that place. Because there's like maybe two theaters probably in that whole place. Okay, let's go over to the Lancaster Theater. Hey, you want some chestnuts? Roasted chestnuts with your movie. It's all quick. It comes a twister and get behind Helen Hunt's forehead. <laughs> Hide behind Ella, Helen Hunt's stretched out face. No, she looks like... Um, people are saying Dude, she looks... I'm lo sorry. I don't know, like... I don't think she's a bad gal. I've never no. heard bad about her, but god damn, dog. Time has not been kind. <laughs> no, people are saying she looks like, um, uh, what's his face from Hannibal? 
The, uh, remember when he has to feed his own brains and his whole face is missing and shit? Yeah. <laughs> that's what they say. Dude, she, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. That's what they say. They're saying she looks like Ray Liotta from Hannibal. All right. So, uh, <laughs> hey, it's Ray Liotta from Hannibal. Hey. Uh, I just saw what Ray Liotta in a movie. Uh, what movie? We'll see. We'll find out here in a second. Uh, okay, so Vin Diesel Fast X, guys. Got my tickets for London. This is the uh, last show before London. And so the next time we'll record will be on the uh, 4th of uh, June. Because I fly back on a Sunday. And uh, and then, uh, uh, so I'm definitely going to go there and see what they have as far as movies. If they have British accents in the movies, but, hello, mate, come on, let's get a hop in the car. All right, let's drive the car real fast. Like, wait, this isn't America. Like, oh, we have to make it more appealing to the British audience because they hate Americans so much, so we overdub them with British voices. Like, what? <laughs> Come on, mate, let's get in the car. Oh, let's flip it, floppy. Like what? That's what, they're gonna do that. Oh yeah, because we hate Americans so much. <laughs> they're gonna uh, Vin Diesel. Come on, mate. It's all about family. It's me, Don Morato. Say, hey, it's me. Straight from Statham. Why do you sound like me? But what do you mean I sound like you? I sound like an American. Now, you sound like me, mate. And I ain't fixing to like it. Not at all. Why don't you go eat some teasy bitches? But, oh, they're going to stop in the middle of a fucking... Um, what did you say? Teasy bitches. Teasy bitches. They're going to stop in the middle of a street race to have fucking tea. They're like, oh, it's 3 p.m., tea time. And everyone will pull over, have tea. They're like, okay, let's go, race begin. And then they'll start racing again. It's going to be like dumb shit like that. But like, oh, the proper British humor. <laughs> and then Mr. Bean's going to walk across the screen. But like, come on, man. But oh, what is this? Like, oh, it's Mr. Bean, guys. It's gonna trying to appeal to the British audience. Those Princess Diana's in the new Fast movie, Mr. Bean. Pretty soon it's gonna be like that with the AI. They're gonna have catered movies per region instead of editing out, you know, what's in it. It'll it'll just be a almost a completely different movie, like how like in the Dubai and stuff they edit out the lesbian kiss in Star Wars. Like, I oh, nope, not here. <laughs> There's no lesbians. Oh man, it's hilarious. Okay, what's the other movie I want? Oh, Jesus. So the uh, oh before that. Uh, let's go to a little place called. Let's go to a little place called Native America.
Okay, let's go. Uh, went to the powwow, Stanford. <clears throat> let's go to this one. Yeah, go to Stanford Powell. There's not much there anymore, man. Ate some fry bread. Uh, fry bread has gone up. It used to be two fifty. Then it went to five dollars. Now they're ripping off the white man left and right. Fucking uh, who was it? Seventeen fifty for two pieces of basically deep fried bread. This one when I was uh, putting powdered sugar on my bread. This guy's talking to his wife. He's like, you know, it's just. Fried bread, right? Like, yeah. Dumb shit. A lot, of, a lot of white guilt walking around there. People with all this money going, oh, this is how they live. <clears throat> uh, this is Stanford Pow Wow. So this is Palo Alto, California. So right near the uh, Stanford football stadium outside of it. All the Indians are intense, ironically, across the street from where the event is happening. They're not allowed to leave the land that they come on. I don't see, I swear to God, I don't see any Indians at the stores. I do not think they go to our stores. Uh, Like, they don't go to Safeway. They don't go grab a burger at Kirk's right there across the street. You know, they're going to Trader Joe's. Me shop them, Trader Joe's. Good deal <clears throat> on liquor at Trader Joe's. Good deal. Liquor at Trader Joe's. Like, well, I guess you can buy liquor. Can you go get me two fists of whiskey from Trader Joe's? Like, uh, sure. I cannot leave her. Uh, Are you they... serious, dude? What? <laughs> what? No, I don't think they can leave Are that you land. Serious? What? Crystal, can you get me a bit of whiskey from Trader Joe's? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that's what they're probably doing. But um, these Indians, man. So they come down. You know, I just, I always get like really baked and walk through there while they're playing this music and shit. It's pretty trippy. And, um, but it's hot as a motherfucker here. It was like 85 degrees, uh, 90. And I think it's the first really hot day here in the Bay Area. So no one's used to it. So everyone's like, fuck. Because <laughs> we've been having this real weird winter. So when the sun comes out, everyone's like, Jah! But the Indians are just like, We brought the sun for you white man. Every time the powwow come, the sun come out with the... Every time the sun come out with it, we come. 
So I was walking around. It's still the same. They've cut it down a lot. It's more like just trinkets. There's some cool um, anti-American stuff. You know, the AIM isn't there anymore. Um, American Indian Movement. Um, Rage Against the Machine had their own tent there. It was pretty funny. No, they weren't there. They should have been there. But yeah, I'm part American Indian. You know I should have been there. And then the uh, the dog. There was no. There's usually the people from the wolf. There's usually a wolf there. The wolf wasn't there. Um. The guy selling all the bones, I didn't see him there, I didn't see him. There's a guy selling usually bones and, like, skins and hides and... I bought, uh, bone tomahawks, I have like two bone tomahawks from the guy. Those are buffalo jaw bones. And I'm like, huh. So I bought my fry bread. I might go back today, let me see. I might go back today before uh, the Mother's Day celebration. Let me see. I don't even have enough fucking cash on me for goddamn Friday. I think we take them card. Oh, great. We take them American Express. Oh, great. Thank you. And we take them American Express, you fucking white man. And we take them Visa, MasterCard, ATM. And we take them cash and gold pieces. Oh. So was it was it pretty much dominated with like <clears throat> white guilt, like you said? <laughs> well, no. It's it's this is this is the powwow, Stanford. It's either white guilt, it's families, you know, that want to, like, go, hey, look at these brown people, you know. Like, it's white families doing that shit. Or or it's these, like, Mexican dudes who think they're American Indian and walk around like, hey, I'm American, you know what I mean? <laughs> we have those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of those dudes. Like, they're like, yeah. like, oh, cool. Yeah, a lot of those dudes. Like, big motherfuckers, you know, with, like, tribal tattoos. And they're just like... I'm American Indian because I have brown skin. You know. So we have those guys, and then we have, you know... Uh, then you have, like, you know, like the, the little, like, teeny bopper girls running around, like, trying to buy jewelry and crap. And then you have, like, the, like the biker bitches. They're there. You know, like the fucking... With the short shorts and the tattooed upper thighs and shit. <laughs> Yeah, like the and like the fucking cowboy boots and the fucking ripped oh, short God. shorts. Like, hey, and they had and the, socks with their cowboy boots. Yep, and they're so walking like their little dog. So you have those people. Uh, then you have you know like the grandmas you know walking around like it's hot or you know dying of heat stroke and shit. shit. <laughs> <Fucking>. <laughs> Dude, because, you know, where they're sitting, it's surrounded by eucalyptus trees, you know? So there's no wind getting through there. So the sun just beats down on this area. Right? So you just have to, uh, it's like, you know, find your shade. So, yeah, a bunch of old people. Because there's, like, you have to get there, like, say, like, 11 o'clock if you want to not stand in line for 20 minutes. 
And they have um, uh, it like everything they put Indian in front of it. They're like, hey, here's an Indian corn, Indian hot dog, here's an Indian hamburger. Like, what makes it Indian? I don't know, cause I made it. Like, oh, thanks. So they overcharge it, twenty-five dollars Indian hamburger. And like, wow, it must be authentic, honey. It says Indian in front of it. <laughs> so funny. Uh, they rip them off. We rip them off, white man. They're ripping. They're making a bank off these people. Yeah. You know, like, hey, there's a powwow going on. Let's go see what these people are doing down there. Okay. Because I kind of want to go get my shoes dirty. I just bought these. That's okay. <laughs> I don't want to get my shoes dirty. I just bought these things. All these fucking brown people are just fucking running around like... What's that screaming? Can they turn that down? Please, we don't like that screaming. Can they turn that down? <laughs> Can they please turn the screaming down? I don't like it. Why are they screaming? What's so important? You know, you have those people. Like the people that are walking by the chanting, like plugging their ears, you know? <laughs> Then you have the white chicks that want to get fucked by an Indian. And they're just like, hey, where's that Indian dick? Then you have like a... Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Carlos. <clears throat> and they have uh, the Indian dancer guys walking around with the bells and shit and the headdresses. Like in full leather gear, probably just sweating their asses off, dude. <laughs> it's like a full leather outfit. Uh, it looks like a, like one of those sweatsuits, you know, you wear to lose weight. But it's all leather with all these bells and shit attached to it. And they're dancing in the... Uh, they're in fucked up on peyote, so I don't even know that they're like dying of heat stroke. Oh yeah, but hey, where's the peyote at, Hoss? Where's the peoreos? So the powwow was fun. I might go back today uh, just to walk around and see what's up. Um, maybe not, though. I have to be back here for Mother's Day dinner. So, uh, so I probably will. I'll probably run around there. Uh, what's the other thing? Um, uh Powwow, guys. 2023. Indians running around Stanford. They only allow them because it's politically correct. I'm sure they don't want them there anymore. So, uh, go for it, guys. If you're in, uh, in Palo Alto, a Mother's Day weekend, go see the powwow. Uh, they're trying to charge people $10 parking. I'm like, Pfft. yeah. Sure. I'm not paying for that shit. Just park down the street. It's that simple, guys. <laughs> Boom. Pow out. Uh, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes. Uh, 
Two out of five. Okay, let's see. Oh, the announcer's like, we're supposed to start at 11. But it looked like we started at uh, 11.21. Yeah, Indian hot dogs. Um, Indian hot dogs? Wait, I said, uh, I'm sorry. They had Indian hot dogs. What were they, buffalo <laughs> or something? <laughs> it's white man. So the Indian hot dogs are made out of white man. Hold on a second. Indian hot dogs made out of white man. Indian hot dogs only available at the Palo Alto Stanford Pow Wow. I'm not going to buy it. I'm like. Mary- and what? they're kosher. <laughs> they're kosher. Everything was killed religiously. Like what? According to the laws of the sky and moon and trees. Like what? Yes. Our religion is land, sky, moon, tree, water. Like, oh, thank Great. Awesome. Thank you, Mr. Indian Man. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one we're going to do here. Uh, I guess you took a couple streams last night, guys. Come on. So, uh, so this time I just only took three pills. Um, so it was a, so it was a little, so I took a pills at four. So this time I timed it. So I took three pills at four, uh, started tripping out pretty heavy between six and eight. Like between, yeah, six, seven and 8 PM. What did you, did you actually see what time you started actually feeling anything though? Yeah. Yeah. It was around six, uh, no, around five thirty. around five fifteen. I took out four. But I had just eaten pizza, so it was on a full stomach. I wanted to see what the effects were. So yeah, so it was um, three of those pill. There it was hillbilly deluxe slash uh, that uh, lion's mane stuff. So I didn't know. I didn't know it was mixed with two. I thought it was the last time I said it was just lion's mane. So I just popped three pills, ate some pizza. Uh, and then it was just a little trippy. Like it was, it was more audio, and it was a little bit more visual. Like the, it was, it was like um, stuff was moving a little bit. But you have that feeling, you know, when you're watching something and it starts sounding really weird and you, it starts getting really intense, like when you're on acid. You know, it was a little bit of that. It was a little bit of that. Um. I saw, I watched this movie, um, so it was like that, like, but it was very light. It wasn't like so, but it was intense enough to where you felt everything coming off the screen, you know? You're like, oh shit. So the movie I decided to watch, I opened, I started watching, uh, 
was it Oregon Trail as an organ, but it was a stupid. It was about um, people who get trapped by these uh, weird outlaws. It's just dumb. Uh, so I turned that off, and then I, I started and finished. Um, God, what was it? Uh, Soft and Quiet. It's on Netflix. So that's a very intense handheld camcorder movie. Uh, it's like a one shot. Opens up. We'll just rate it now. Opens up with the mom, with a like seeing her. Um, so as I was watching this all in mushroom, seeing her. Uh, like I guess she didn't get pregnant. She's all upset. She's a school teacher. Walks out, helps this little kid. Uh, you want to read my book? I just wrote it. And the kid's about to read it. And you couldn't hear what the kid was reading because the um, the uh, the janitor comes by with a with a mop button, not a mop button, but a a mop bucket, and uh, and it's super loud and it's on purpose. Then it follows the chick with a pie, the teacher, to a park. Then they meet. She meets up with another lady. Like, hey, you here for the meeting? Oh yeah, totally. Hey, it's our first time here. So they go upstairs, and it's all these women, and um, and then she takes the cover off the pie, and all you hear is the women talking, and there's a swastika on the pie, right? And these are all white people, and and they um, and so they uh, so there's a swastika on the pie. So I'm watching this all on acid. I'm like, what the? F-? Or all on shrooms. Like, what? And the puzzle here. Like, oh, I'm just joking, guys. I'm just joking. And it's just always, like, the the way the movie shot is always, like, and it's, like, one guy in the room with a camera moving back and forth, like, almost documentary style, but he's not there, following them. So they're talking about, like, how uh, they're taking over our schools. Um, I don't want my kids going to school anymore because there's too many colored people there. And they're talking about like um, how uh, um, how they're gonna set up this one girl with a bunch of white people that they know, a bunch of white men uh, that have been proven to be fully white. And it's like what? And they're just like moms, like PTA moms, talking like about this stuff. They're like what the fuck? And then um, and then one of them is like a blonde chick and there's a younger girl uh what else did they do and it was just a really weird movie i didn't expect it to be what it was so then they so they're just talking about how uh people are racist blah 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 and they're drinking and partying eating pie and eating snacks and then the the church guy comes upstairs finds out what they are because re- she has on the sciences Sisters of the Aryan. Um, I think the Ar- I think it's called like Aryan Sisterhood. I think that's what the name of their club is. And the preacher comes upstairs, and they f- and the one lady follows him out. He's like, "You guys better get out of here. I'm not going to tell anybody, but I don't want this over here." So then she doesn't tell them that they get kicked out from the preacher. She's like, "Hey, let's just go to my house and drink." So they go to her house, but but they stop by her their friend's store to pick up liquor, and these two Chinese people walk in, and they just start ranting and raving and going, get the fuck out of here. You're not supposed to shop here. It's like, well, I can shop here if I want to. It's like, no, you can't. So then the, all the women start yelling and 
at him and stuff. And then I think one of them pull one of the uh, the white ladies pulls a gun on the Asian chicks, and the uh, one of the white ladies' husbands shows up like, "What the fuck's going on here, guys?" Uh, then they let that. Then the Asian ladies go out. They flip them off. Talk about like one of their brothers. One of the ladies' brothers is in prison, and like you can't talk to him like that. And then they're like, "Hey, you know where she lives?" Like, "Yeah, I know where she lives." And then they go to their house, and this is all like supposed to be real time. I think. I think that's the whole trick of the movie. Uh, they go to their house. Uh. And then the, the the husband's like, hey, I don't think we should do this. And the wife's like, don't be a fucking pussy, man. He's like, what? You want to be a faggot? He's like, you better fucking, <laughs> you better, you better nut up and do this that. shit. And she's like, well, he's like, this isn't a good idea, man. We're not going to, we shouldn't go to these people's houses. We have no idea what's going on. He's like ex-military. So he's looking at it like a military. He's like, he's like, we don't know. We're fucking you know, we're exposed the whole time there, back and forth, you know. And and she's like, whatever, don't be a faggot. And so she, uh, yeah, Daughters of Aryan Unity. That's the name of the, <laughs> that's the name of the thing. I wrote it down. So, so yeah, I'm watching all this on shrooms. I'm like, what the fuck? And so all these ladies, and it's, it seems real like you're with them. Because the cameraman just follows over their shoulders, gets in the van with them, and it's almost like you're sitting there like with them and they're talking. It's not like shown from the outside looking in. You're there, right? There's no shots really of them. Yeah, there's no real shot. It's like a camcorder. It's like you're holding a camcorder walking around with them, right? I think there are... No. Yeah, so then... um, sounds real weird it is it's weird so it's on netflix guys check it out <laughs> so then they uh so then like okay guys so you're in the van with the lady so the so the cameraman follows the van sits down uh and they're all talking in the van they're like okay come on and it's in real time they're driving up there and and the guy and the guy's like okay what's going on here what are we doing like, we're just going to go up there and scare them a little bit, you know, show them what's what, saying they can't talk to us like that. He's like, why? What's the point? You know, there's there's no there's no reason to make it escalate. He's like, she, you're going to you're gonna let those people talk to you like that? He's like, don't be a shithead. He's like, they're not going to be able to get away with talking to us like that. So they get to the house. They find a key under the door. No one's there. And then they take the dog, put it like, there's a little puppy. The dog's like fine. They take it and like put it in like a cupboard and close the door. And then they're running around the house looking for their passports. It's like, let's take their passports. Right? So, and then they're drinking because the guy's like, okay, five minutes in and out. That's it. It's like, what? Don't be a pussy. He's like, yes, five minutes. Shut the fuck up. So he leaves. You know, he's like, I'm going to be lookout. So he leaves. Uh, the chicks are in there like, 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 you know, how we used to do when we'd break into houses and stuff. They're just like, hey, guys, let's party, you know. Let's all drink and fucking just fuck up everything, right? Allegedly. So then we, uh, they, they would, they would fucking like, have, like they would sit there and they, they'd raid the refrigerator, drink, 
uh, leave the bottle out. Um, and then they're just going upstairs, footprints everywhere. They're just messy. Then all of a sudden, the husband runs in. They're home. They're co- or no, the husband comes in. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. It's been five minutes. Like, I don't know, whatever. And they're still, like, acting like... And then, boom, they hear a car pull up. They're like, fuck! So they have to hide. Um, and then one of them, they open the door. So then they, they then she's like, what the fuck? Walk, runs out to her car, because she knows something's weird. Uh, they go grab her, pull her in. So now, and he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And they start duct taping her. Then the husband has to walk up and then grab the daughter. And he's like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. And pull her into the house. Right? He's like, please, please, don't let me hurt you. So pulls her into the house. And so now they're duct tape up to the chair. And the women are just, and he's like, fuck this. So he leaves. Right? He's like, you people are fucking crazy. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. One of them has a gun, pointing the gun at the women. The women are all freaking out. They're duct taped to the chair. All the other women are like forcing alcohol down the daughter's mouth and like food into her mouth and stuff and like duct taping her mouth shut so she has to eat it. Just like like what? <laughs> like putting mayonnaise in her hair. Like, oh, this will make you white. You stuff like that. Just weird. Um and then uh she starts convulsing the daughter. She's like <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? Uh, and then we find out she's uh, epileptic, I think. And then they go up and they get her uh, her pen, you know? Her uh, whatever pen, her epinephrine pen, her EpiPen. And then she's like, oh, one of them runs up and gets it. He's like, oh, it's too late anyway, and just throws it on the ground. While she's like, like foaming at the mouth, dead. The mom's like, oh, no, like crying over the dead body. And then they end up smothering the mom with the pillow. And these are the Asian people doing this to the fucking... No, no, these are the white people doing it to the Asian people. What? Smothering her with the pillow. Uh, they end up smothering her with the pillow. Um, and then, so, so now they have two dead Asians. The whole house looks like shit. So they're like, fuck it, let's get a... Uh, I know where to drop them off. Let's get a uh, let's get our shit. So they start to clean up everything. They put the two bodies in the um, in the bot in their van with a, a tarp all, all wrapped up in a tarp, uh, and then they take it out to the uh, river or no, they take it out to a lake, and they're like, okay, come on, let's go, go, go. It's a pain in the ass, you know, blah blah blah. And then they dump the body, and they. Uh, and then they row the boat back, and the and the camera stays on the water. Boom! One of them surfaces, the mom that they thought they killed with a pillow. Cause you see, like I thought, you think you see the because they have like when they're in the van driving to the spot, it's just a camera shot on the bag, in between the two ladies sitting in the van. So you're just looking down the aisle of the van at the back, with the fucking with a tarp, and I'm like, did it move? But I'm on shrooms. So I'm like, everything's moving slightly. So I'm like, did it fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that was funny. So then, <laughs> so then uh, they throw, so then it pans on the water and boom, the Asian lady surfaces out, 
cuts. Bam, that's at the end of the movie. You don't have to explain that they're going to get caught because you know they are. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so obvious what's going to happen after that. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I know, it's like, come on, dude. It's like, you don't need to explain anything else other than it's like, oh, the Asian lady lives. You guys are all going to jail. Oh, my God. Crazy. And it's like, these are these like, and they tried to make them almost like the ladies. This is a such like an anti-Trump movie or, um, you know what I mean? Like an anti, uh, like right wing. Like these are how white, right wing white women think of, you know, uh, colored people. That's what it seems like. Wow. And, and I mean, fuck, dude doesn't sound too far off the mark some of well that's what i mean like pretty <laughs> extreme outlooks <laughs> but that that's what i'm talking about like they're talking about everything that's in the news today at their little meeting in the beginning so yeah so it's pretty intense especially on shrooms i was like jesus i had to i stopped it a bunch of times and played like a star wars jedi survivor you know to see how that is that's pretty cool Still, I got a, I got a, I got a hair, I got a, um, a hair bun and I got a long lightsaber just like Kylo Ren's. Okay, here we go. Um, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five crazy bitches, swastika pies, uh, blackberry. I gave three out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes, three out of five poorly designed phones. Become obsolete in two years after the iPhone come out. Or nerd swarms. Two out of five nerd swarms. Oh, here's one for you guys. Another movie. Okay, what do you think of this one? Here we go, boom. <laughs> The Mother with J-Lo as an assassin. J-Lo assassin. Uh, This is on Netflix, guys, so everyone can see this if you have Netflix. Uh, Let's see. The Mother. Okay, there we go. The mother. While fleeing from dangerous assassins. In a, wait, a, a dangerous assailants. An assassin. While fleeing from dangerous assailants, an assassin comes out of hiding to protect her daughter she left early in life while fleeing from dangerous assassins. This is The Mother, starring Jennifer Lopez as The Mother, Lucy Paz as Zoe, Omar Hardrick as Cruz, Joseph Fiennes as Adrian, That's about it, guys. Here we go. Do you want to bang him? Do you want to bang him? 
Now is this song? What? Is this song? Is this sorry? Let me hear. Is, is this song in the movie? No. Danzig wouldn't give up the rights. He's like, I ain't giving up the rest of this song to that stupid bitch here. Hello, her. Like, what was that? <laughs> stupid bitch. Oh, hell. Here we go. The mother, guys. So it's just Jennifer Lopez bending over and showing her big butt. That's basically the whole movie. It's like, hey, Jennifer Lopez used to be a backup dancer in fucking, uh, in Living Color. Now, she's fucking Ben Affleck and a full-fledged movie star. Uh, so, married to Ben Affleck again. Uh, so five out of five, guys, for this movie. People are giving it, uh, five out of ten for... It's just the typical, hey... I'm going to watch you for 20 years. Are you my mother? Yes, I am. I live out in the middle of Alaska. I was stabbed in the belly by an assassin while pregnant with you. And then I had to give you up and leave the... And go and move into Alaska. Like, uh... What was that? Life Below Zero or something? Uh, so... Had to live like those people out there. I'm trapping my own food... And all I ask for is a birthday card. Every year in a picture. To see how she is. Stupid. Dumb. So. So then she. Gets her birthday card. Every year. And then all of a sudden. She gets a call from. Um. I always think it's like a poor man's common. Which is funny, I think common's in a different movie I watched the other the other day. But uh, yeah, poor man's common. <laughs> poor man's common, I love it. That's what he looks like. If he had a bald head, he could play common in like Omar Hardwick. Okay. Uh he plays Ghost in fifty cents mo- show uh Ghost, I think it's called. I think it's called. It's like what 50 Cent wanted his life to be if he was a drug dealer. That's basically the show Ghost. Okay, so. So Cruz. And so, yeah, so, oh no, shit's going down. Someone wants to kill your daughter. And that is Ralph Fiennes. I'm trying to think why he wants to kill the girl. I, t- I totally I'm blanked on that too I'm like what and so it's just basically just cat and mouse the whole movie it's like oh I'm gonna spy on you no I spied on you you know it's like one of those like fuck nothing really here as far as a movie goes uh let's see what these people rated here uh there's some cool shots three so cheap the half of the movie is shot out of focus. <laughs> Netflix pumps out these cheapo action films with 90 stars on a weekly basis now. The trailer is, looks okay. Uh, uh, the event production. Yeah, the whole movie is just bad. Uh, let's see here. 
But it's not as bad as the other movie I saw. Uh, the movie, uh, the mother tells uh, the story of a hardened ex-war veteran on the run from a dangerous past lover only to be forced out of action to protect her daughter. That's what it is. I'm your dad. One of those. The big issue with the movie is that it feels like it's straight out of 1993. Uh, without its charm, it is filled with cheesy, poetic one-liners, uninteresting characters. The pacing's horrible. Three, four, six, one. Don't bother. Typical action movie, but with Jennifer Lopez. Aside from that, yeah, she's just like, oh yeah, I can shoot stuff now. Uh, lame action scenes. What made it even sad? It, Jennifer looked pretty in good, in pretty good shape, but didn't do any of the action scenes with her. Yeah, the stunt performers are so bad. At one point, there's a chase scene on foot. She's like, "Hey, I'm gonna chase you on foot, right?" In those like you know those Italian streets where they're all weird and have fucking steps everywhere and. Oh, God. You know, so she's like, I'm going to chase you on foot. And then on a foot chase, she goes, oh, hey, <coughs> here's a motorcycle I'll hop on. I'm like, what? So she hops on the motorcycle, starts driving down the stairs while the guy is still running. Okay, she could have caught up with him easily if she kept running and didn't stop to get a motorcycle. She gets a motorcycle and then gets stopped on the oh, stairs God. by... A <laughs> For no reason. Gets a motorcycle and then... The guy, like, she's going down the stairs. A bunch of, like, a huge group of school kids come up. She's like, oh, I can't do anything. Drops the motorcycle and then jumps off the stairs and keeps running. I'm like, what? Just the lamest action scenes. And, like, there's a scene where she's, like, doing a foot chase. And you can tell it's a body double because her ass isn't as big. So it's just like, come on, guys. And, uh... <laughs> and her fucking, uh... And her, um, because she has a big booty, you know, and you, and you, it's hard to hide, especially like action, unless they're going to put padding in that thing. And like they show like for a split second, they show her double, the one that's be chasing the bad guy. And you can totally tell it's like a bigger woman with a wig on and because she gets th something thrown at her and it's like a head on shot, but it's blurry. That's what I'm saying. Like half of the movie's out of focus. You see a blurry shot. Because you know it's a stunt double, so they just blur it out. It's so bad. It's like, ugh. So what do I rate this piece of shit? And then, yeah, she gets her daughter back. Yay. Uh, it's all... There's two, it's such horrible acting. J-Lo, especially. Has not been seen in uh, uh, or on a TV since for a while. Also, whoever directed this amateur flick needs to give me my money back for this waste of time. I would give up on this amateur job after about 15 minutes, but lasted 50 minutes altogether. I turned it on and off like throughout like a couple of days. There's no way I'm watching this thing straight through. It was ugh. Okay, uh, English... An hour and 55 minutes, dude. This thing's almost two hours. So check it out, guys, if you want to. What do I rate it? Two out of five ear holes. Two out of five eye holes. And about one out of five backwards broken hands. 
Or melted faces, tarantula backflip. Oh, this one guy does a backflip over a car when he gets hit. That was pretty funny. He's like, did you rip it? And then, um, J-Lo falls down this mountain. And she, like, she pins her arm backwards against a rock. And her hands backwards. So she's like, ah! So she has to, like, crapper dip. You know, like, she does, like, the reverse popper shoulder in place. On a rock, instead of forward, you know, like how Riggs does it. You know how Riggs does it, like forward? She does it backwards. It's like, I don't think it works that way, but she does it backwards. She's like, Gah! He's like, Ah! Hey, Riggs, you want to show that, Riggs? Dude, with his dent, she's like, Hey, Riggs, look at my dent, Riggs. I know, it sounds terrible, dude. It's so bad in those later movies. Like, hey guys, what's going on here? Like, what the Sniper. Fu- sniper. Oh, yeah, that's what it was, dude. Oh, my God. Come on, guys. It's a sniper. <laughs> it's like so bad in Sniper. I can shoot a beer can from 700 miles away. It's Sniper. Okay, here we go. Okay, the mother... Horrible. Okay, another bad movie, guys. Uh, how many bad movies is that? Oh my god. Um, okay, we did Soft and Quiet. We did The Mother. We did Blackberry was the best movie I saw. Uh, this weekend. You know that, um... Uh, there it is. No. Did you see any movies? No, I have not. All right, here's the next one. Boom. None. I haven't eaten in weeks. <laughs> oh, no. I've been eating in weeks. Scooby Bop. <laughs> okay, so uh, his solo career was just all cocaine. <laughs> Especially that shit. It's like what? Dude, this video is so hilarious, dude. With him swinging on ropes and shit, mountain climbing. Okay, mountain climbing on cocaine. Yeah, he's like my chalk bag's full of cocaine. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's all fucked up, dude. Woo! He's like, hey, where do you want to film this video? On a mountainside, man. What? Yeah, man, I'm swinging back and forth on a mountainside. Like what? Yeah, they'll have my buddy on top of the mountain fucking rocking out. Like what? With his ugly ass guitar. Here we go. His fucking guitars. He's so fucking ugly, dude. It's like this guy rips on guitar, but he has no taste. It's like, hey, let's put a handle on the on the guitar body. This is like his guitars are designed. <laughs> <Is> it- <laughs> 
It's fucking. He's like, hey, let's put a handle on the body of the guitar so we can carry it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, man. So, okay, this is Fool's Paradise, guys. Uh, this is Charlie Day's debut in a uh, movie, or a directing movie. Fool's Paradise. Yeah. Uh, here it is. A fool for love becomes an accidental celebrity only to lose it all. This must be just like living in paradise. He's not gonna film this on Half Dome. Too bad he wasn't free climbing, you know. It's like, you know how expensive that move, that fucking video was? Because they needed helicopter shots. It wasn't like they had a drone. They're like, yeah. okay, you want us to run a $700,000 an hour helicopter? Yeah, man! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you want us to film for how many weeks? Six weeks, man! Come on, man, we gotta get it right! It's like, come on, who's like fucking Sam Hagar ain't gonna do this shit? Come on, guys! So, uh, so Fool's Paradise. Uh. Fool's Paradise is horrible. This is such a bad movie. I don't know what Charlie Day was thinking. Starring Charlie Day as Latte Pronto. Okay. Uh, Ken Jong as Larry the publicist. Kate Beckinsale as Christian Dior. Adrian Brody with his nose going to the left because I think he broke it recently as Chad Luxt. Jason Sudeikis as Lex Tanner. Ray Liotta as the producer. He came back from the dead for this one, guys. Uh, and they have fucking uh, the waitress, Elizabeth, his wife, Mary Elizabeth Ellison. Horrible. Uh, this movie sucked. Stick to back, stick to Always Sunny, dude, because this movie sucked. Uh, he doesn't speak a word in the movie. He's trying to be a Charlie Chaplin. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't work, no. Yeah, he's trying to be a Charlie Chaplin. And I don't, oh my God. Yeah, I don't know what he's uh, thinking. Here we go, Birds of Paradise. Yeah, like the whole time, like, oh, what's your name? Oh. And then he points. It's like, oh, your, your name. I think I fell asleep. Like, somehow his name became Latte Pronto. Or Latte Pronto. And, and people thought he was so cool. Okay. And he doesn't say a word. Like, oh, you're one of those people who don't speak a word. Like, you know. And he just walks around, like, fumbling into shit left and right. Like, Mr. Magoo style. It just doesn't work. This is bad.
was like, ugh. Yeah, it was just bad. All the acting was bad. The writing was bad. This is his writing, directing debut. Really bad debut, guys. This movie bombed, I think. Yeah, Charlie Day. Written by Charlie Day. Oof. Yeah, stick to your show, bro. Because this was not... Someone gave it a nine. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> this guy sucks Charlie Day's dick. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Charlie Day fan. Okay, what did I just say? What did I just say? In fact, I named one of my cats Charlie in honor of him. What the fuck? This is a totally unbiased opinion, guys. This film has all my favorite comedians of today. So many of the stars of me between Glenn Common, Ken Jeong, the waitress, a.k.a. Charlie's Bride, Mary Elizabeth, Armitage, Jimmy, the Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's dead. Okay, how can be some of your favorite actors? Kate Beckinsale, isn't that great? Uh, the Waitress isn't that great. Uh, and Glenn Common isn't that great. I got the vibes of Hitchcock uh, with how calculated the directing was and the angled frames Plus, live orchestra. The music fits in such an amazing way. It's so clear to me that true passion went into this film. It was made for true film lovers loving Latte Brando. No. Okay, this guy gave it a 9 out of 10. What? <laughs> that was a fucking mouthful, wasn't it? What an amazing movie. Why are movies not made like this anymore? It is so unique and Charlie Chaplin-esque. See? Some of the camera shots are so beautiful and original. And the way Charlie is so express expressive with just his face, you can really tell what he's thinking and feeling. It's a funny heartfelt... This movie sucked, dude. I don't know what these people... That's what I'm saying. These are Always Sunny fans... Who are like, I'm going to do uh, like anything Charlie puts out. I like what Charlie does. But this was not it. This. Okay, so we only got. Okay, number uh, 4 to 10. Just not funny. I saw Fool's Paradise starring Charlie Day. Pacific Rim Uprising. The Horrible Bosses movies. Ken Jong. Blah, 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 blah. This movie is written, directed, and stars Charlie Day. Who may think. Can't be really funny. The problem is, he's not. Charlie plays two roles. The first is a troublesome actor who won't come out of his trailer. And then he dies in the trailer. And then they use him as a replacement. That's right. So it's like, a, um, they use him as a replacement. Now here we go. Hey man, this band's gonna be around forever, guys. Come on, bring it in. 
We're never gonna sound bad on stage, guys. Bring it in, guys. Come on. I'm never gonna look like Yosemite Sam on stage. I'm gonna be thin, fit, and come on. Yosemite Sam. We're gonna. That's what he looks like. He's like. Especially when he had the handlebar mustache. <laughs> that's when he had that. That's when he had the handlebar mustache. He, when he's all tubby with the handlebar mustache. <laughs> oh my god, what a fool. Okay, so, um. So, yeah, so this movie sucks, guys. I wouldn't see it. If you're a Charlie Day fan, you'll like it because you like Charlie Day so much. He can never do anything wrong. He's perfect, guys fucking yeah I don't know yeah so it's it's just ugh. it was a weird movie too just it was just people talking to him and him going uh-huh uh-huh Went, okay yeah yeah come over here yeah 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 yeah. I didn't like it I get one out of five ear holes one out of five eye holes one out of five inward flows okay Last movie, and we'll get out of here for Mother's Day 2023. Huh? I'm pop locking over here. Hell yeah. Okay, here we go, guys. Hypnotic, starring Beneflick. So Jennifer and Benefer, they came out with movies uh, same time. Both of them sucked. <clears throat> Which one sucked more? Uh, I say Hypnotic sucked more. This is directed by Robert Rodriguez, starring Ben Affleck. So I'm like, oh, cool, I'm in. This should be a good movie, yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, hypnotic. Okay, here we go. Hypnotic, here we go. A detective. And you, have, you hear this one. A detective investigate, investigates a mysterious, a, mysteri a mystery involving his missing daughter and a secret government program. The program being... What's their whole him and Jennifer's fucking kick with the daughter thing? I don't know. They're both, yeah, yeah, they're both doing daughter things. So then the, um, so his daughter is taken um, from him, and like, I forget why or when, but uh, uh, it opens up with him. So they call themselves hypnotics. And these are people that can manipulate you by talking to you. So going, oh, it's hot outside, isn't it? Like, yes, it is. And then this lady starts taking her clothes off and then walks into traffic, right? It's like, oh, cool concept, right? So they have this... So <laughs> <clears throat> Starring Beneflick as Denny Rook. Uh, Allison Bridge as Diana Cross. J.D. Perro as Nix. Um, 
uh, Jack Earl Haley as Jeremiah. William Fitcher, the shotgun guy from Dark Knight, opening of Dark Knight. Um, he's the main villain. You know what I'm talking about? You know whose bank this is? You know. Oh, that guy? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> so people think they can rip me off? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, so he's the main villain. So he, he sits on a bench, talks to this lady. Hey, it's kind of hot outside, isn't it? Boom, makes her talking to traffic. Um, and then the other lady is like a hypnotic too, the Mexican lady that Ben Affleck's with. But Ben Affleck doesn't know he's the most... He doesn't know he's married to this lady. And he also doesn't know that he's one of the most powerful hypnotics out there. But all they do is like just stare oh at each other. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh, no, Kung Fu. So... Yeah, so it's like a Neo thing. So so he's, uh, so so it opens up with him in an elevator, goes to an office building, talks to people, gets out, gets in a limousine, like, okay, we're going to the mission. Okay, let's go. Then they go, then they go do the mission. Uh, and the mission is trying to get like his daughter back or some shit, right? So, um, so they do the mission, blah, 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 come around. Um, he's, uh, then he slowly finds out he's a hypnotic. Right, and then the whole thing, like the you know the whole movie, right? You think everything's real? Nope. Zing dong bing. No. Everything is not real. Everything was made up. He's not. When he goes into an elevator, it's just a box. In his mind, he thinks it's an elevator because they've been tricking him the whole time that he's been going to the office. When he gets into a limousine, it's a golf cart that they drive around in a circle, and there's all these white boxes, and everyone's dressed in red suits. Red jumpsuits, right? Because they're trying to extract information from him by making him do this um, routine over and over again. You know, uh, you know, like um, doing this routine over and over again, trying to trigger his memory so they can find out where he's keeping his daughter. So, right, so they can find out where he's keeping his daughter. But the twist is... <clears throat> he's known it the whole time that uh, he's uh, that he's been doing this fake shit, but in their mind they think they're tricking him, right? So he's all, oh, they get like M Night Shyamalan to fucking like assist in writing or something. No, but I, I have no idea. I don't know who wrote this. And he wrote this thing. Uh, writer Robert Rodriguez and one other guy, Alex Bornstein, who's known for writing The Terror uh, and uh, Godzilla 2014. Uh, so Robert Rodriguez, we know who he is. So <coughs> that's the trip. That's the twist, guys. And so he's been keeping the daughter away from them. With a mental block, making them think that he doesn't know what's going on. And like in the movie, I'm like, come on! When I was watching the movie, I'm like, ugh! And when the credits rolled, people are like, that was pretty bad. I heard someone say that. And the, you know, when the credits roll, it's just dead. It's not like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Everyone's like, oh my god! You know, it's just like, uh. 
That was a movie, I guess. <laughs> that was a waste of two hours and... No, an hour and 32 minutes. I swear to God, it felt like a two-hour movie. Am I in a trance watching this movie? Because I was watching it, and I checked my clock. 30 minutes in. I'm like, it has to be an hour in, right? I'm like, nope. The movie... No, tw- the movie was 20 minutes in. And, like, you want it, like, to be over. It's like, wow, dude. Yeah, I'm like... I'm like sad, uh, man. Like, oh, no. It is. Fucking hypnotic. So, uh, next week... I'm going to go see Fast and Furious in London. Hello, mate. You got to wait for the car to go flippity frothy. I got my uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse tickets for IMAX, Dolby. Uh, I got my um, Transformers Rise of the Beast tickets for IMAX, 3D, Dolby. Um, Transformers, the rise of the beast. <laughs> Optimus. I'm going there for the special effects. You know it's going to be stupid, but it's the shortest movie they've had. The Meg 2 trailer has come out already. Speaking of Jay from Statham, hilarious trailer. If you, if you want to watch a hilarious trailer, watch the Meg 2 trailer. It's like a, it's a T-Rex on a beach, and a Meg comes up and fucking takes it into the water. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Horrible, right? Uh, they're getting like Sharknado territory with this movie. Oh no. Hello, mate. You don't know what you're dealing with, mate. It's the Sharknader. Did you see the first one? No. No, dude. None of them, brother. None of them, sir. Oh, there's only one of them. Sharknado? No, 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 no. I'm saying the Meg, not Sharknado. I've never watched oh, Sharknado. Yeah. No, dude, I did see the Meg. Yeah. It's fucking garbage. It's one of those, it's a Chinese movie where they shove an American actor in it. They try to fool you guys. Okay, so what do I read? Hypnotic. One out of five ear holes. One out of five eye holes. One out of five self-inflicted gunshot wounds. What? Uh, she had to shoot herself to make herself look like, oh, I'm injured. Uh, Fool's Paradise is horrible. The powwow was cool. Soft and quiet. Racist white men, moms. Um, oh, when I dropped my trash in the, uh, like I ate In N Out Burger and I put it in the trash can, a squirrel jumped out of the fucking trash can. Like I dropped it on its head. It's like, pew! <laughs> I was going to shoot it. I was like, whoa! Because <laughs> you're not expecting that when you drop something in the trash, something to jump out. I'm like, whoa! Uh, alright guys, what else we got? Let's think that's it. Let me look at the list. So I'll be going to London Bound. London calling. That's the first thing I'm going to play when I land. Then I'll walk around about, come on, mate. I'm going to wear my clothespin um, jackets. And I'll dress like uh, Sid Vicious. Right. Come on, mate. Uh, where to go? Let's see. Uh, where to go? Uh, oh, uh, God is a Bullet is coming out June 23rd. Looks all right. I don't know what it is. The Platform 2 is coming out. Uh, Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis is coming out. Oh, hey. yeah, sequel. Oh, boy. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is directing The Bride of Frankenstein with Christian Bale. 
Mm, Christian Bale. Uh, what the fuck's your problem, man? He's all got the Frankenstein's monster makeup on. <laughs> the fuck's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fucking dumpy motherfucker. <clears throat> so what are you doing? I forget what is, what's his famous line? What's his famous line? What's his famous line? No, fuck no. No, for when he freaked out on that one guy and the cameraman. Yeah. Oh, good for oh. you. Oh, good for you. That's what he was fucking Frankenstein. Oh, good for you, Frankenstein. So what the fuck are you doing, man? He's all. I was just walking across. He's all. You just walk. Oh, good for you. You're walking across with your torches behind me. Oh, good for you. It's like it was such a shit movie. Okay, so then uh, Jenna Ortega is gonna be Beetlejuice's daughter. She's gonna be the daughter of Winona Ryder. Yeah, and fucking, I'm sick of this chick already. I heard she's a total raging bitch too yeah so. she she uh, uh, just she has that resting bitch face she seems like a stuck-up bitch uh she's not gonna last long uh let's see she's uh let's see the film releases september 6 2024 they're just gonna run her through the ringer like jay's uh, like Lindsay lohan and spit her out uh let's see <laughs> <laughs> you fucking at the age of 79 Robert De Niro announces the birth of his seventh of child. His fucking seventh <laughs> child. God, He's like, Grandpa? No, that's your dad. <laughs> 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 All made up in shit. <laughs> You're only going to know your dad through movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. All they're gonna show him is the meet the Fockers. No, this is your dad. Dude, can you milk me, Fokka? I got nipples, Fokka. Can you milk me? So you got that, and then, uh. Hey, 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 you, 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 you. Yes, you, you, you're a good kid. You, yes, you are. Yes, yes. Yes, you are. God, they just milked De Niro. They're like, okay, let's milk know, De Niro. Remember that? Analyze this, though, dude. Oh, man, analyze this. Analyze dude, that. that though. He's, all, he's all, hey, you, you're good. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not. He's all, yes, you are. He's all, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not. Yes, yes, you are. But that was like, that became, that was from The Sopranos. Right? They're like, oh, The Sopranos is famous. Let's do analyze this. And like you. No, I thought I thought that shit came out before the Sopranos. You. What, you come here. You. What year did Analyze This come out? I don't know, dude. But I I'm mean, asking. I, you you could. Be okay, ninety nine. What year did the Sopranos come out? You you come here. You. The Sopranos came out in ninety nine. That yes. seems like yes, you are. Yes, you are. <clears throat> so, what came first? I think the Sopranos. I think the Sopranos became before. Okay, hold on. What day was Analyze This released? March fifth, nineteen ninety nine. What day was the Sopranos released? June tenth. 2007. No, January 10th, 1999. 
It was like this. It was like the same thing. Come here, you. <laughs> you come here, you. So it was basically parallel thinking, right? But one was a lot more popular. I finished The Sopranos over the uh, over the 2020 sh- uh, shutdown because I'm like, oh, what movie? What shows have I not watched? I'm like, I've never watched The Sopranos. It's actually pretty good. Better than I thought. And then I watched uh, all of Six Feet Under, which I'd never seen. All right, guys. That's it. We're out of here. Three. Oh, yeah. Two. Here we go. We'll do Ministry Thunderstruck. Here we go. Okay, uh... Oh no, here we go. Come on, yeah! I'm just a gigolo And everywhere I go People I'm gonna live in the news I'm gonna live in the news Paid for every dance Say an intro man Ooh, what do they say? They will come a day here we go. What would they say about me? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay, guys. Bye.